Welcome to Cocktails and Capital, the working on your business podcast that feels more like grabbing a drink with your best friend. I'm your host, Sarah Tatum, that best friend. I'm the owner of Tatum Accounting, where we invite our clients to take a vacation from their bookkeeping. In this podcast, I'm going to give it to you straight. Talking points and vague tips, we don't do that here. There's a bunch of noise out there in the entrepreneur community, especially when it relates to finances. And when you're trying to run your business, you just don't have time for that. And I know that you would rather be doing literally anything other than recording expenses and logging into your accounting software. So I'm bringing you practical advice without any of the fluff, just like your best friend would. So turn the volume up, grab your gin and tonic, and let's dive into this week's theme. Hello, welcome to episode 41 of Cocktails and Capital. Today we're doing kind of a repeat of an episode that we've done in the past, and that is reviewing our goals for the coming year. So we did this last year and reviewed what the goals were for us here at Tatum Accounting in 2023, but I've got an entirely new set of goals this year, and a lot of them have kind of changed in like where we want to go, what we want to do, and the focus has definitely changed. So I just want to kind of go over that with you guys today, give you an insight into what I'm doing, what I'm planning for, and hopefully give you some inspiration going into 2024 as well. So let's get started, get right into it. So starting off, we need to review what makes a good goal again, right? So if you didn't listen to this episode last year, I have a couple of key points that I like to use when trying to figure out what my goals are going to be for the year. Those are generally just making sure that my goals are smart and smart. It's not just making sure they're not dumb goals, but using the actual acronym of SMART, which is specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. So Generally, all that means is that we want our goals to be specific enough that we're not scrambling in June to try to figure out what we meant back in December. Uh, We want them to be measurable, so they need to have a definite end or a definite amount of whatever you're trying to attain. They need to be attainable, so again, it needs to be realistic, relevant. So we don't want to set goals that are relevant to our progression, right? We want to set goals that actually makes sense to what we're trying to achieve in the greater scheme of things. So if you have a five-year plan, if you have a 10-year plan, uh, you want to make yearly goals or quarterly goals that actually help you achieve those plans that are further out in the future. And then time-based, timely. We want to make sure that we have an end goal, like an end date to our goal. We want to make sure that we Don't just say within the year. That's not timely. We want to do it like by March, I'm going to have this step done so that I can get the entire year's goal done. And we'll go into that here in a minute. But you just want to make sure that you give yourself a definitive time frame of when you're going to get this done, how you're going to get it done. The more specific that you can be, the better, right? So 2023 I went into with just like a few generic goals, like the amount of money that we wanted to earn, a couple of things like that. Like it wasn't anything too wild. Obviously, you have the usual goal of getting more active and things like that, but it wasn't anything, there wasn't anything like super specific. So 
that was my bad. Uh, <laughs> but this year, I have an entire Google Doc with a whole bunch of goals listed out, and I have done better myself about being more specific about what I want, how it's going to help me do the things that I want in the future, what timeline I'm looking at, and breaking down the bigger goals into smaller pieces. So to give you guys an example of what I'm kind of doing differently in the coming year, for 2023, we had like a revenue number goal. I think it was like 150000 or something. Instead of doing a revenue number goal, what I'm doing instead is I'm going to make little like savings goals instead. So they're more specific. They're more measurable. They give me a greater sense of satisfaction because I can reach those things sooner rather than trying to do a big revenue drive for the entire year and then I don't get a, a pat on my back until December, right? So instead of doing that, what I'm working on doing is putting in a savings goal. So for my personal savings, for my business savings, they have specific goals on a number that we want to reach. And I made it by quarter. So by the end of Q1, we want to have this much, Q2, this much, and so on and so on. And by the end of the year, we want to have the accumulation of all those totals. The other thing we want to do is make sure that we've saved enough for quarterly estimated tax payments because that's super important and that those payments get made without fail every single quarter that they're due. So those are my two big financial goals. Full disclosure, my estimated tax payments have been all over the place in 2023. So even, you know, even accountants have their struggles with the tax system, guys. It's, it's universal. Don't let anybody fool you. The other thing that I am doing this year, which is completely different than last year, is I've set some networking and relationship goals. So we all know that business is just the business of networking. In order to really get anywhere, you have to know people, you have to meet people, you have to continue to meet people, make connections, have conversations, all those good things. So one of my goals for the coming year is to have two effective network built meetings every single month. And by effective, I mean I leave there and the other person leaves there feeling like they actually have somebody new in their network and that they made a connection with that person. And we can either help each other on a philanthropy side, on a, on a social side, or in a business sense, or you just have a new friend. That's all that, you know, business friends are good friends too. So as long as it's not like face value connections, if there's actually an effective network building connection in that meeting, I will count that one as a, as a success. So that's going to require having more than two meetings um, a month, but that at least two of the meetings that we have are effective enough for me to feel like that was a success. The other thing that we're doing differently this year is setting a goal around content. So 2023 was just kind of a whirlwind of a year. I don't really know where this year went, to be honest with you. So one of the things that I want to focus on again in 2023 is this podcast and our newsletters, our connections with our clients, our not clients, our not yet clients, our people who are just following us, all that good stuff. So I want to make more effort into actually connecting with the people who are listening to this and who are watching us on Instagram and things like that. So the goal in the next year is two newsletters a month. Again, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, timely. 
and two podcasts per month. So we're going to do bi-weekly and we're going to record four episodes a month. And I have a new executive assistant who is going to hold me to that. So I'm looking forward to having a little bit more breathing room in 2024 with the podcast and also just getting more invigorated about it again. If you have a podcast, you would know it's really, really hard to stay excited about the podcast. And obviously, like the audience that we have is really helpful for me to stay excited about this podcast, but it does you know, come with its ups and downs as well. So we're going to put more energy back into it and have some more goals going into 2024 that kind of surround this podcast and our general content. The other things that I have made some goals for is really just around like personal development. And these, again, have I've tried to make as measurable and attainable as possible. I would really like to read more books this coming year. This was the first year, 2023 was the first year that I have read more than like 10 books in a year in probably like a decade. And even 10 books in a year was kind of a lot before this year. But this year, I have read, I think, like 36 books or something like that, 38. It's a, it's a lot more than I normally did, which is good. I used to love reading as a kid, and I've read some pers- professional development books this year. I've read some books on taxes, which I know sounds terrible, but it was actually really helpful. Um, and generally, just like some business health books, some self-help books, and then a lot of fiction, like getting back into reading with stories that really interest me. And so... For 2024, the goal is not super high, like not a lot more than the 36 I did this year, but we're going for 50. And so that's about three to five books a month, depending on what, how crazy it gets. Tax season obviously might be a little harder to read five books a month, but it gives a little bit of leeway. And then what I would like to do is include one nonfiction book per month. And nonfiction and I have a have a storied relationship, no pun intended, but it's it's a hard genre to kind of get into. And so I but I would like to include more of it in my reading library. And so I think it will be beneficial to actually like face what is a nonfiction book versus just a story in a fiction book. So that is one of the professional or personal development goals. And then again, like the goal every year is to move more, be more active, be more healthy. Because when you're sitting at a desk 10 hours a day, eight hours a day, it is a lot. It's hard on your body and you don't want to get old before your time. <laughs> so one of the goals for 2024 is just to move somehow every day. I have bought a walking pad. I bought a stationary bike. And so really the, the main factor is not the equipment, but me and actually prioritizing myself, prioritizing my health. I turned 30 this past September. And I know a lot of people listening to this were like, oh my gosh, 30, you're such a child. I am. (laughs) But at the same time, 30 is like the gateway to the rest of your life. And you know, you hear a lot of people are like 30 is the new 20, blah, blah, blah. I feel sometimes like a 50 year old person, like the body is aging. And if we don't start taking care of our bodies in our younger years, it's just going to get worse. And especially when we're sitting at desks all day long, staring at computers all day long. And I absolutely adore what I do. I adore that I get to stay at home every day and 
work with people that I really enjoy working with, with and work with clients that I enjoy working with, but it's not the easiest thing on your body. So that is another priority for 2024. Just move somehow seven days a week. And I would encourage you that if you're going to do anything like what I'm doing in 24 with these goals to add that one into your goal list, just move your body. But anyway, that is pretty much it. I tried to keep the goals simple this year, keep them measurable, <laughs> keep them attainable and realistic and kind of keep them consistent with what I know I can handle going into 2024. I already know it's going to be a wild year. We've had a lot of growth in 23 and that growth is impacting us going into 2024. And so in order to be kind of prepared and be more forgiving with myself and nicer to myself, I have to limit the amount of goals that I actually put in place. So we're going to keep it simple, keep it smart, smart and just go into 2024 with an open mind and an open heart and do your best and have fun. And that's all I got for today. Thank you guys for listening. If you liked this episode, please take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Tag me in it. Let me know. Uh, message me if you have any questions and I will talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe and follow Tatum Accounting on Instagram. You can also do us a huge favor by leaving a review. It's the best way to support us. Let's catch up next week. Same time, same place.